Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. My gorgeous Tori. Oh my God. Welcome to the podcast, Queen. I am so excited. I cannot even express how I'm excited. It's like queens, queens everywhere. Let's do this. Yeah. I'm so pumped. I freaking love you. So I'm obsessed with you. You already know this, but for someone who's not heard of you because they've been living under a rock or they know a little bit about you, but they want to know more, can you just tell us where did this incredible Tori come from? Where was she birthed from? How did you get to be who you are building this powerful steps, incredible movement for women around the world that you're doing now? Oh, Erica, I love this introduction. Thank you. Because I feel like I probably was hiding under a rock, even though I wasn't for a long, long time. Um, look, I was the girl in the little black dress. And let's face it, I had about 60 little black dresses that I wore over 20 years of my career because I was the one making things happen for others behind the scenes, right? So when I was in my 20s, I took off, I did the working holiday visa, I got to work for MTV in Europe, Columbia TriStar, like some amazing advertising agencies on the working holiday visa because as an Australian, you can go over to London and experience what the world has to offer. So that for me was a hell yes. And I came back to Australia and because I had been exposed to media, entertainment, like, you know, fashion, lifestyle, like the world's culture, I came back here and I was like, eh, <laughs> you know, because in those days um, we got all of our information, not really through the internet, but through magazines, right? Yeah. And so the magazines that were being printed out here and the newspapers and the inserts and the stories were so far behind. And I thought to myself, I can change this. I love storytelling. I love people. I love brands. And I had no money in the bank, but I had a hell of a lot of self-belief. And I thought, I'm going to start yeah. a brand communications agency. And then it was like, what are you going to call that agency? And because um, I contracted to so many different companies in the last couple of years when I was kind of building my experience, because I'm not degree educated, everyone had always referred to me as Tori as a little star. And so I thought, yeah, I'm going to name my company Torstar. And little did I know when I registered it, it was actually the name of one of the biggest media news corporations in Canada. So it's like the Torstar Corporation and then there's Torstar. And, you know, for many years, people would be like pitching to me for Torstar to appear in these Canadian newspapers. And I was, you know, the little Aussie from Australia that made a global impact. Because wow. I realized that I wanted to create and build brands for others. And so over two decades, I managed to attract the world's top performing brands, celebrities and influencers. It was built on my values of passion, integrity and delivery. And I truly believe in the law of attraction, right? So if you're passionate about something, you're going to attract people and brands that are passionate. If you work with integrity, 
you're not going to attract assholes. You're going to attract the mm-hmm. right kind of people to work with. And most importantly, delivery is you're only as good as the last conversation, the last Zoom call, the last campaign that you created or delivered that had global impact. So I was really lucky that I started with those values and I built this powerful brand because the world's top retail brands literally were knocking at my door. And the next one that came after the next one, after the next one, I always ask them, how did you find me? And they always say, because we hear you work with passion, you work with integrity, but most importantly, you deliver. So for anyone out there wanting to start a business, anchor it to your values and also anchor it and believe in yourself that you can do this because not only did I build that business from scratch, I shut the doors on it after launching three of the most powerful brands in America into Australia. And we talk about Steve Madden being the billion dollar man. We talk about L Brands with Victoria's Secret was the top lingerie brand in the world. And then we talk about Drew Barrymore and her flower beauty brand. And, you know, she's one of the most celebrated Hollywood stars in the world, but she's also Mm -hmm. had her own personal journey. And, you know, I decided after Drew had left Australia and we'd successfully launched flower beauty for her in this market, I was like, it's time, (laughs) it's time to reinvent the wheel. And so I shut the doors of my agency. I came forward, I shared the power of my story and Powerful Steps was born. Oh my goodness. For anybody watching or listening to this, you're like, what? I have all the questions. I want to know everything. So obviously Tori is a bad bitch and she don't play and she's a hustler and she's a queen and she makes it happen. And I can hear the belief and the confidence and the, I don't know, but I'm going to do it and it's going to work and it's going to happen. Where did this get born? Like, were you as a kid, were you like this? Were your, was your family really, um, you know, pushing you to, to, to believe in yourself? Did you have to overcome anything growing up? Such a great question. And, you know, I teach people about the power of their own story and I had to take ownership of my story, right, yeah. to really understand that. And one of the questions that always pops up in interviews for me is that, where did you find this self-belief? And I always go back to when I was a teenager. And, look, I grew up in a, you know, middle-class family and, you know, nothing special, But the thing was that I think no one truly believed in the possibilities of who I was going to become. And at school, I was an average student. I was like a C, let's face it, sometimes a D. (laughs) I was never an A or a B. And I was always a girl that, you know, the reports would come to me like, oh, she's a talker. Well, of course, I end up in communications. (laughs) Oh, she's a disruptor. Yes, she runs these amazing campaigns that disrupt. I mean, everything that was written in my reports that was supposed to be the bad version of what you were meant to become actually made me into what I am today. And also, I feel that, you know, in the environment that I grew up in, it was really conservative. And so you were meant to go off and marry well and maybe do an interior design course and because then you'd be able to style this amazing house and have this beautiful family. And none of that happened for me. Because I, you know, I got the unexpected in my final year. I actually got 87.75 in my final year exams. And I always remember that number because I was like, how the fuck did that happen, right? Because no one believed it could happen. I didn't even believe it could happen. And then all of a sudden I'm like, the unexpected happened, right? But what that did was it showed me that I was more than what people thought I was. 
I was capable of more. And if I could do that with little to no effort, imagine if I put, excuse me, imagine if I put effort into what I truly wanted to do and made an impact. And so that's where my journey began, really. It was like when no one else believed in me, I believed in myself. And when I started my first business, Torstar, again, the same thing happened. I remember so vividly, I went to meet an ex-boyfriend at Bill's in Bondi. Oh, not Bondi, Bill's in Surrey Hills, right? And Bill's is like this famous cafe. I think that, you know, they're now in like Dubai, Singapore, Hong Kong. And um, I remember meeting him and I said, look, I'm going to start a PR company. And he goes, why would you do that? Why would you not just get married with someone and be looked after and, you know, have a beautiful home? And I was like, here I am again being placed into a box. And I was like, I remember walking out of that, um, you know, that coffee meeting with him and I had that fuck you moment. I'm so sick of people just not believing in me. I'm just going to believe in myself and I'm going to do it. And the crazy thing is years later, that same guy called me. And I'll never forget this one as well. I'm doing laps in Centennial Park in Sydney and I get this dinner um, and he was then, you know, working for a major advertising agency and he was like, you know, the king of the agency in this global network. And he said, I'm thinking about adding on a PR arm to our business. How do I do it? And I'm like, this is crazy shit right here. You're asking me? When I went to you for advice and said, I want to do this. And he goes, just go get married and maybe design a beautiful home and you know, get on with life. And so that's when I was like, you know what? I think that I'm onto something here. And in life, we all have the opportunities and the challenges that are presented to us. But if we just step into and believe in the power of what we can create, we are capable of anything. And you know that, Erica, more than anyone, you know, the challenges of life, they come and go but the possibilities that those challenges bring is what gives you that inner power. And right, it's what Powerful Steps is all about. It's like creating and building brands for people, for women to make a global impact because we can. You reminded me of this. I bought this T-shirt at like Cotton On that said, women will change the world. And I was like, yeah. And then I'm like, I need a Sharpie because it's like the woman who believes that she can will change the world. Like you remind me of that because it's like, just because we're women doesn't mean we can. It's like we have to believe that we can. And you have overcome so many odds, so many adversities. Like you're just a freaking example of what it's like to to do this work, to actually walk the talk, you know, or is it talk the walk? Walk the talk. Well, you've got yeah. to shine a light, right? You've got yeah. to shine a light. And I always say, you know, it's whether in Torsa a brand was coming to me. Why are they coming to me? Because you did that for that brand and I want it. You know, I remember when we launched Zara into Australia, it was like the most successful retail launch in Australian history. There was 22,000 people that walked through the doors, a million dollars in sales. But, you know, I worked with the team. It wasn't me. It was the team. It was a team from Zara. It was my team. It was the production teams. It was everyone, right? And then I remember Topshop came and they said, we want what they had. And I said, it's not one size fits all. Yeah. Change your mindset. Switch your thinking. You're a different brand. You're a different audience. I cannot recreate something that I've done for someone else, but I can create something that is uniquely yours and uniquely powerful. And as women, we are all unique, right? Yeah. So we got to create that experience. And, you know, now it's about taking those key learnings and transforming them into shining a light, as you say, for other women to see the possibilities because you've got to have walked that path. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is probably a question that people that follow you and know about your work and, and know about your your freaking just can do. Like, I'm going to do this, like, unapologetically, let's go. What gives you, like, where did you get that the freaking sass to be like, fuck it, I'm going to go up to this brand or I'm going to build this company or I'm going to do this thing? Like, what gave you that, like... Ah, that that thing. What is the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't want to say the balls to do it because, right? It's like, what give you the vulva to do it? Like, it's like, because we're strong, you know? Like, how did you just go? Every time someone said, no, you can't do that or no, you should do this, I was the opposite. I remember one year, like Nespresso was, you know, my client for over a decade with Torstar and I flew back in from a holiday Um, from the Greek islands and we had an event with this extraordinary event producer called David Grant who actually um, you know produced the Olympics in Australia the 2000 Olympics he's highly talented and I had engaged his services to help me do this big launch for Nespresso and I came back and I said we're changing the concept and they were like you can't do that (laughs) and I said but I've been in Greece I just don't think that we are you know cracking this concept and I see all these people coming out of milk bars like it was like milk bars and you know we're talking about adding on a frother to the machine and none of this is here anyway my client believed in me and she said I know we're like 10 days out from the event Tori (laughs) and she looked at David and the team and she goes you need to change it because I trusted my intuition I backed myself now that event Larry Edmar who's like a you know on TV here in Australia and he's like insane and Sally Obermeter and a whole lot of people. I had booked cars for them to leave at 11 o'clock from this launch. They were still there at one o'clock in the morning going, this event is insane. And I'll always remember it because these people came out of this milky frothy bath and I was like, I knew it. And it's all to do with the milk frother and the espresso experience and the food. And you want to make an impact, right? You can't do something that's lame ass. So you've got to be prepared to back yourself and say, whether it's like a frothy milky bath, you know, that's with a coffee launch or whether it's creating your own personal brand, be prepared to be agile, to be disruptive, to lead with self-belief, right? It's so important. You were living overseas. You lived in New York for a while, right? For No, I lived in London, but a lot of okay, my clients um, for many, many years were out of the US. So I probably spent, um, oh God, up to 50% of my time traveling wow. per year. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so somebody's out there right now going, you know, I don't believe in myself. I don't know how to build a brand. How do you even start doing this? It feels huge. Like, did you notice anything being in America, being in the UK, and then being in Australia, being from Australia? Is there a difference in the, the, the grit that the women had or their ability to show up and go, fuck it, I'm going to do this? Like, did you notice that? And what do you feel like is a big problem that we have as women so you're american i'm not american but i feel american because i think like an american (laughs) i think like one before i met my husband i was moving to america (laughs) yeah so the crazy synchronicities of life so you know the americans have got this can-do attitude which i absolutely love and you know what when you talk about the balls to do things they've got the balls to do things right they're they're unapologetic (laughs) and they just go for it in in the UK with my clients, they're a little bit more conservative, but they're kind of now starting to just, you know, jump in a bit more and explore what their personal brand looks like. Australians, I think now, are really going to become the trailblazers. 
because people really want to take ownership of their story. Now, if you are listening to this and you want to build a powerful personal brand, it's all about owning your story and owning your power. I mean, you know this through your sisterhood program, through your books, what you teach people. You must be in alignment with who you are. You must be comfortable with who you are. Your true power lies with actually going back to the nitty-gritty, awful stuff that's happened in your life and going, I'm going to take ownership of that because those lessons are going to keep hitting you until you own it, right? And once you take ownership of all of those threads, whether it's your personal life, your professional life, what you'll discover is there are patterns. And when you can see the patterns you will then be able to nail your superpower. Now, when you say to me right down at the start of this podcast, where did you get this get up and go? And I say my self-belief because bang, in part one of my story, when no one else believed in me, I believed in myself. And when I build up my story and I take ownership of my story, I can see that's the common thread, you know? And you can just keep getting bigger and better and attracting everything naturally. You don't need to push for anything. You understand when doors open for you, they're meant for you, when doors shut for you, it's meant for someone else. That is the most powerful tool. And that is how you build a powerful brand, whether it's for yourself or your business. When you understand who you are and what you stand for, your values, your purpose, your intent, and you get that pattern and you go, Wooshka, that is what I am going to put out into the world. That is who I am. That is when you start building momentum. That is when you get the confidence, exactly what you teach to become this super attractor, you know? And in my instance, I teach women to become business super attractors. But I'm not afraid to be authentic about the shit that's gone down in my life and own it. Because you can make mistakes, but don't make them twice. Learn from it. And that's the thing, right? I love that you say that because if we continue to deny what we've experienced or push it down and suppress it or hide it from other people, we, we hide it from ourselves we can't really we can't really get that gold or or learn from that lesson. So it's like yeah, so you've you've been able to go I'm happy to look at these mistakes. I'm happy to learn and then go again. You know like you go again. Yeah, but do you know what I look at those um mistakes or life lessons as I like to call them and I say they're such gifts because the art of having freedom to attract what you truly deserve is also understanding the art of forgiveness for Mm. what has gone on in this lifetime for you. And so when you forgive what has been or come and go, whatever, you have such freedom because you have compassion, you have understanding, and you operate at a much higher vibration. And that is the power of you owning your story and owning the good, bad, and ugly, right? Yes. And that's the thing. We want to own the beautiful, but it's like, oh, no, we need to own we need to own the ugly. When, when you were in the middle of your adversity and going through your hardest time in your life, what what was that aha moment or that what happened for you that you went, oh, my goodness, this is my coming to, you know, universe moment, <laughs> you know, my coming to Buddha moment. For women going through trauma or challenge, and let's face it, every woman in this lifetime will experience some form of that. You go, when is this going to end? You know, when is it going to end? And so what I did was I got a mentor. And because I had a public profile in Australia, but also um, I had a lot of very high-profile clients, I could not afford 
for my personal life to be public. There was yeah, absolutely yeah. no way. And so behind the scenes for me, you know, Marie Claire wrote about it so well and it just, it hit a raw nerve for so many people because it was like, you know, success and survival. So on one hand, I'm successful, but I'm surviving for my life. And so I always say it's about a tunnel. And this one mentor that I had in Chicago, I thought it was at 95% and the light was shining. <laughs> it was coming for me. And she's like, back it up. You're at 75%. Yeah. And she goes, because I said, I can't get this last 5%. And she goes, no, 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 there's 25% to go. And she said, you still haven't learned your lesson. And the wow. universe, when you have learned the lesson, will open the floodgates. And the thing is, that's when the flow, the alignment, everything, you're so in your power, you just know that things are going to fall in synchronicity in your life. And so, you know, through that process, I did a lot of soul searching. I had some incredible mentors and I had those breakthrough moments. Like 2017 for me was when I won full custody and a restraining order. And my daughter and I had broke generations of just crap family foundations and patterns and I looked at her and I said we have an opportunity that not many women in this lifetime have what kind of a family do we want to create and we literally sat down and we said we want a family based on unconditional love we don't want to be judged we want to be embraced we want community and of course we had all these other things that we said as well but those were the foundations right the shared values and I remember during that time, it was about six months and we went to Vegas on New Year's Eve and, um, you know, they had all these really cool people playing. I said to my daughter, who do you want to see? And we would do like Thelma and Louise, only she was like, you know, 11 or 12 and I'm, you know, in my 40s. <laughs> so, you know, Thelma was a little bit younger and there was no Brad Pitt with us, but she, had, but she said, um, I want to see Celine Dion. Now we were there, Celine Dion, her last concert in Vegas it was so soulful, was going live to, um, you know, um, the square in New York. And, yeah. you know, we looked at each other and we said, what do we want? And I said, I want love and adventure. Now, I had freedom in my heart because I'd gone through that tunnel, right? My daughter had freedom in her heart because she was released from the boundaries and the constraints. And literally within eight weeks, the synchronicities of us thinking that we were going to be moving to Santa Monica, I was going to have a business in two countries, completely flicked its head. She went back to um, Sydney. She decided that she didn't want to be in the school that she was in. She went into boarding school. Her going into boarding school when I was a single mom for 12 years of my life, all of a sudden opened up freedom to me right? And for many, many years, because of the circumstances, she was sleeping in my bed. So I was running a global business, dealing with a whole lot of trauma and her stuff behind the scenes. But she went to um, boarding school and I'm like, what am I going to do with all this space? Because she's like, my mother want to move to America. Oh, well, in come the angels and my husband lands in my lap. And, you know, everything that we wanted, he was all of those things and more. And 10 months later, he proposed we got married. And the thing is, when I talked earlier on in your questions, when you said, you know, what is your superpower? And I said, self-belief. When no one else believed in me, I believed in myself. All of a sudden, I had someone who believed in me. Wow. And so that's, yeah, powerful steps. He's backed me all the way. Never questioned it. Loves my daughter like his own. You know, it's my life is complete, but you've got to do the work to get there. So I was an old bride. I got married at 46. 
This is it brings up so much because I think we know women that go on social media or read magazines and they instantly start the comparison like this person's good. This person's better. I'm not good enough. And a lot of people I'm sure you see it as well in business are like, who am I to do this? Someone's already doing it. Um, And you're a perfect example. You, You know, things are looking beautiful and successful on the outside. But behind the scenes, there's so much going on. Um, what do you say to people that are in that comparison right now that are like, who am I to do this? Someone's better, they're better. And they're just constantly looking outside of themselves. Yeah. Great question. Stay in your lane. I teach Mm. women this all the time. You are your competition. These big brands would say to me, who's your competition? And I would say no one. And they'd look at me and go, and I said, it's not ego driven. It's my blinkers are focused on the end game here. It's like, what have you come to me for and what am I going to deliver and how are we going to do it, right? So if you are comparing yourself to other people, you don't take ownership of your story. You don't understand the power of who you are. So Mm. take a step back, strip it back, look at yourself as a competition and bounce up, right? So, so many people, um, you know, will go, oh, I've got to have 10,000 plus followers to swipe up. Really? No. Yeah. No. You just need 50 amazing followers that are going to engage with you, activate with you, build a powerful community because they're going to become your best advocates. And then when you hit the 10,000 authentically, guess what? That's because you're in your power and you owned it and you stayed in your lane. Yeah. Keep climbing. Keep climbing. I love that. I love that. Okay. So you have a beautiful, obviously, practice and a beautiful um, download that comes to you and you believe and you're in alignment with yourself and you've manifested so much. Do you feel like there was a, a... spiritual practice or maybe a mentor that came to you and was like, hey, you know, you talked a lot about listening to your gut and your intuition. And, you know, we, we've spoken offline. So many women are, are tapped out of that intuition and especially mothers like we need to tune into our intuition. So, you know, how did you do that? And, and what's been the biggest kind of impact for you in, in learning how to listen to that inner voice? I've always had secret whispers in my life. Ever yeah. since I was a child, my daughter has them as well. It's a really powerful wow. tool to work with and it's called your intuition and it's your gut instinct, right? Yes. And my first business toss, I never had a business plan in 20 years. Crazy. And if you scroll through all the brands I've worked with, you'd be like, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look back what? and I go, how did that happen as well? But you know what? I'm a great manifester and I believe that you can attract what you deserve. So the same thing happened with Powerful Steps. Again, I trusted my intuition. I trusted the timing. I knew in my gut that for three years I was ready, but I needed to be surrounded by the right tribe. And the other thing that I knew from burnout and almost losing my life back in 2013, I knew that I had to invest in myself because a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. You cannot attract any miracles into your life unless you are happy with yourself, right? And you understand your self-worth and you understand the impact that each and every one of us can have on others throughout the world. So without foul, twice a day, in the shower, it's my time to myself. And I know that it's so crazy. We spoke about this before and you do it as well. I'm like, yeah. So this Buddhist monk in Thailand said to me, you know, Tori, you're going to burn out. You're going to die. Slow yourself down. And a couple of years later, my appendix burst. I got septicemia and I almost did die. So, yeah, so I lost eight kilos in five days. I was on life support 
And, you know, the thing through this whole experience for me was I was surrounded by the wrong people because the people I least expected stepped up and the people that I most wanted to step up stepped down. And so this is where the power of your intuition, your intent and your purpose needs to be set up on a daily basis because I stripped everything out to become who I am today with this one simple practice and it's three drops of lavender oil. You can buy it anywhere in the world because I know you have a global podcast. In Australia, it's less than $10 at Chemist Warehouse. And you literally like inhale and exhale three drops on your collage. And, you know, it's like the water and the um, the heat of it. It just, it grounds you right back down to Mother Earth. And so I set up my daily intent for the day. Like, what am I here for? Who am I here to serve? Who needs my help? What creative ideas are being downloaded? I go off, I implement it. But what I do, which is most important, is I end it with gratitude. Oh my gosh. Okay. So some tangible things to anybody that's watching and listening today that you can do. And I love the gratitude because I think, we, I feel like you have such a great focus. You know, I feel like you've had that focus since you were younger. Like, you, well, you can't do this. It's like, well, I can do that. You know, and we can look at our world right now and focus on what's not working, the negative, the numbers, the cases, the ah, you know, and that will make you feel like shit. Or you can focus on what can you create? Who can you become? What What is this doing for you? And you've just... You just have had this beautiful focus on what you can do and empowered yourself to change your life as a single mother. High five. I love single mothers. Like shout out to all the single mothers out there or single fathers if you're listening to this as well. Some some dudes love the podcast, you know, because that's real adversity. That is difficult. And you spoke a lot about your daughter and, and who she's become now. And I can't imagine a lot of women ask me, how do I build confidence in my kids? And for you... I can't, I can't even imagine what your daughter, who she is because of what she's moved through with you. But how would you answer that? If someone's going, how do I help my daughter or my, or my child become more confident? Shine a light for them. Show them you can do it, right? Yes. Show them you can do it because you are their light. You are their yeah. light. They look up to you. They want to be you, be the best possible version of you. And also... Yeah. You know, the best advice that I got when I was in recovery, my daughter was at every step of the way with me. I mean, they said to me when I came out of hospital, I wasn't allowed to leave until I farted, which my daughter still to this day finds completely (laughs) hilarious. I had to learn how to walk, go to the toilet, all these things. She was there by my side, right? But when I was coming out of the surgery and I was so lucky because I got operated on, I went through the public system. But I went um, at 2 a.m. on the morning, the top surgeon, I mean, I think someone from up above was clearly looking after mm. me, operated on me at 2 a.m. in the morning, saved my life, literally. Oh, my God. And I could, I had 12 rounds of antibiotics, Erica, and he literally said to me, it's not working. I don't, I don't know how you're going to get better. He said, the answer for you is a happy heart is a magnet for miracles. He said, strip out everything in your life, people belongings, whatever you don't need that is holding you down in that heaviness. And I said, what am I going to do with my daughter? Like, you know, I can't just stop having her putting her first. And he goes, no, you're going to put a second. And I was like, I couldn't grasp the concept. But for anyone listening, this was my breakthrough moment. Because when I started putting myself first, my happiness first, creating boundaries, only having the goodness in my life, creating space for what I wanted Mm -hmm. 
rather than what I felt I needed, I became so happy. I became so light. I became so free. She saw that. And I mean, honestly, she propelled forward at the most incredible speed to the point where last night she hosted a masterclass for women in my business attraction program. Oh my She's God, 16 go girl. for women She's in their 20s, boss. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. And people say, you let your daughter do that with women who are CEOs, board directors, entrepreneurs. And I said, yeah, because at any age, people need to know that they can do it. So anyone that works with me, just because my daughter's 16 doesn't mean that she doesn't have the same capabilities that you have. Mm. She might be giving you a gift without you even recognizing it. So how do you empower your children? It's like empower yourself. Put yourself first and make sure that you are the best possible version of you because if they see that, they want to step into that and they want to be that and that is how you empower the next generation to be, you know, of the belief that they too can conquer the world. They can. That is, you are a stand woman. That is like model what you desire. You know, we have this funny saying in the sisterhood that would like be Gandhi. And they're oh, like, totally. what are you talking I about? I love that just quote. Better be Gandhi, girl. Just yeah. be him. Just be the change. And you are showing, you know, and, and thank you for that because it's so true. We think that there's a silver, like a little magical bullet that I got to tell my kid this thing. And our kids don't listen to us. They watch us, you know? I love it too because you're sharing in the hospital and I was also in the hospital and I, when I am, I got operated on by this incredible, I got the most amazing back surgeon and I had no insurance at the time in the military. I didn't, I don't know how the hell, who he was, but he like, thank you, doctor from Florida, Orlando, Florida Medical Center. And this man, I was, we, we didn't get to leave until I could pee on my own because I had a catheter and they were like, until you pee, you cannot leave. So it was like farts and peeing, high five. It's a highlight of our career. <laughs> and a poop. It's like, can you poop? It's like, oh my God. Do you know I can poo on my own now? See ya. I'm out of here. <laughs> Isn't it crazy the way they say that? It's like the body functions that you take for granted nice. are mm-hmm. actually the sign of whether you're alive. Yes. And you know, it's forever. I was a, I was a pusher to pee, like hurry up and pee, rush, 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 go, go, go. And you're saying this like relax and calm down. And I'm like, I'm listening to it as if it's for me because that's been the biggest lesson is like slow your roll. Like you're not in a rush here. Like look after you. And, and you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, easy for you to say, put you first. But the reality is you can only put you first. And you know, we're, we're not in this together. We're in it with ourselves. And if I don't look after me, then how can I look after my child? How can I look after my clients? You know, it's the biggest lie that we've been told is to to not put ourselves first. Hey, 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 this is a little intermission from me to you. I just really quickly wanted to invite you to pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to review it. Let me know what you think. I love honest opinions. It helps more women reach this podcast. So pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast or go to Apple iTunes and leave me a beautiful little review. I would love and appreciate it. All right, sister, let's get back to the episode. You're like, yeah, well, this amazing, incredible business that I have built with all these famous celebrities and amazing brands. Now I'm going to go do this thing. No business plan for powerful steps. I'm going to, I'm going to be my own hype girl. How, like, where did this idea come from that you wanted to build this? Cause I know you're, you're about sharing your story. Like, where did that come from and how was that birthed? 
was through my gut instinct. (laughs) And I was just waiting to be surrounded by the right tribe, Mm. right? So this is a crazy story, but it says a lot about life and it says about a lot about when you surround yourself with the right people, you can achieve great things. So when I decided I was ready to date, right, because I was after love and adventure in my life, I decided to go on Bumble and swipe right. That was a big move for me. It was a bold move because I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, I was like, just give me authentically me. Now, when I was dating these guys, I would say to them, I'm going to shut my business. Uh, I feel like I'm going to do something that's going to empower women. I might write a book. I'm going to start another business. I was like a little bit flaky around what it was. Now, they saw me as this powerhouse woman with a global business, right, making impact. Every single one of them said to me, why would you do that? It's going back to put yourself in the box. Why would you do that? Well, hello, I believe in myself. When I met my husband, I told him when he goes, great. When are you launching? (laughs) So number one rule in life is get someone to back you, right? So I I was now surrounded by the right people, but then I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to launch this? You've got to wait for the right moment. So my moment was I was, you know, going out on a high. I mean, what a better way to do it than I had this amazing event at Icebergs with Drew Barrymore, Flower Beauty. She's on stage talking about making an impact for other women. She's talking about her struggles in life. She's talking about what you do, the sisterhood and all the rest of it. Now, you've got to look from the science in the universe. I was like, this is like boom, boom, boom in my stomach going, yes, 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 this is what you want to do. (laughs) But also I had never, ever in my entire life had my daughter at an event and I had never taken a photo with a celebrity. Now I've worked with the best of the best. Not once did I ever ask for a photo. Wow. And my daughter came to that event. She said she wanted to meet Drew and I'll never forget it. Drew said to me, "Um, come on, Tori, you've got to be in the photo. Here I am in my little, you know, number 60 black dress. (laughs) And I got this photo of the three of us. And as they were taking the photo, I was like, I'm done. Like my life has come full circle. And so what I did was I made sure everyone in my business got their jobs. I used my network. I placed them into things that they would be happy to go on and do in their own lives and make a success of what they wanted to do. And I was like, it's time. I took six weeks off. I stepped into it. I got married in between as well. I stepped into it um, last year and then COVID hit. And within 48 hours, what I thought was going to be a face-to-face business I had to translate it into a virtual business. And so, again, I tapped into my connections. I listened to what women want. I just listened, I listened, I listened. And then it was like, boom, this is a business. And then it just went. Yeah. Because you got to listen. You don't tell people you listen. Mm. And then you listen to the superpower that you have that you can share with others. And your path becomes so crystal clear. Then you're in alignment. Then you walk the path. Then you shine the light. Then you build a brand, right? But also when you're building a brand, a personal brand or, you know, a business product or service, you've got to benchmark yourself. So when you say, um, you know, what's your competition? I say stay in your lane. There is no competition. Mm -hmm. There is a benchmark. And so I looked back into my 20 years of working with the world's top brands. I said, who do I want to benchmark myself against? And I chose Zara. And I chose Zara because they work with passion. They put their customer first. They're agile. They're innovators. They're leaders. They're global. They have impact. And I was like, you know what? I had such great experience working with them. 
I'm going to benchmark my brand and do the same thing. You know, it's everything that I've been taught in life and everything I've created. And so that's how it was born. I can hear your values and and you walk them, you talk them, you wear them. And I think so many people don't know what they stand for. And like that quote says, you stand for anything when you don't know what you stand for. So with your values, and I love how you and your daughter did this, me and my husband have done this with our kids and our family, and we constantly revisit, you know, our values in every area. And so is is this something that you maybe learned about values? Um, you know, how how does this how does someone who doesn't even understand what they value get into doing it? And how did you create that for yourself? Because I hear that it's in everything you do. Well, before yeah. you even understand your values, you have to understand your story because your values yeah. come from your story. Yeah. So how is it if somebody is because some people say to me, like, how do you share so openly about your husband's death and about, you know, your your um, I have an autoimmune in my vagina and I've done podcast about it. Like, I don't care. I talk about poo and whatever. Like, we clearly are open with that. And people are like, how are you so open about your story? And what if it includes other people? Like, how what's some advice you have for someone who's like, I don't know if I want to share it or I don't know how to share it or I don't know how to unravel my story. So number one, own your truth which is what you're doing. <laughs> you're yes. saying I'm unapologetically Erica. Yeah. And that is standing in your power. But also, I mean, look, I've worked with so many different people with very high profiles throughout my career, but there are things that are private that I would never yeah. ever. I just would of not course. repeat it, right? Because yeah. it's in the vault. Like you just, you've been behind the scenes listening to all these powerful conversations and you understand people's vulnerabilities and, yeah. you know, things that go on and you just would never say it. The reason why I always give Drew's that example was because she was the example. Yeah. And she stood in her truth as well. And her words resonated with me. And it's on public record that that's what she said. So I can say it. Yeah. If it yeah. wasn't, I would never cross that line, ever. Yeah, of course, of course. And I think you're right. Like you have to feel, I remember listening to Brene Brown's Netflix special being like, you're vulnerable with certain people and you can't be vulnerable with everyone. And, you know, obviously the way that I share is because I'm fully comfortable with the work I've done on it. And I go, that's not even who I am. It's what happened to me, but it's not who I am. But it's like, you know, so many people get stuck with sharing their story for so many reasons. And it's like, as you've said, if you can go in and find the gold and all the nuggets and all the pieces that make you. Yeah. You know, and in yeah. my business attraction program, this is the one thing that women struggle with. This yeah. lady this week, she emailed me and she said, I have no story. And I said, everyone has a story. And we spent an hour yeah. together and her story is so powerful and so impactful, but she just hadn't claimed that crown. And at the end yeah. of the session, she's like, well, I never saw that that was a big deal. Wow. And I'm like, well, you're doing all these global, impactful <laughs> things that people know about with big, major brands. And you're not saying that you made a difference. She goes, I can't yeah. see it. So I helped her see it. Wow. And so sometimes you just need a wing woman, like, you know, you with your programs, me with my programs, like me with my mentors all over the world. You yeah. need someone to get you to the next level to see it. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. And I think that's the truth is like everything you're saying and sharing, every hardship you went through and those listening to the podcast know my story already. You know, we did all the life lessons series. And I think that the the beautiful thing that you keep coming back to is like doing the work. So... <laughs> 
Listen, this year and last year has never been more apparent for you to work on your goddamn selves if you're listening to this episode, okay? So (laughs) why do you feel that people don't do the work? And when you say do the work, what does that mean to you? Because it's so important and I love that shit. And I think we're we're not yeah, we can't claim our confidence or or take powerful steps if we're not doing the work. So yeah. Well, number one, you gotta realize that you need help. Yeah. And at some point in our life we all are gonna have that aha moment and go, Do I wanna be like marinating in this shit? <laughs> and I'll give you a good tip about the marinating in the shit. The Buddhist monk that told me about the lavender that I've been doing like for, you know, in my shower ritual, he also said to me, Tori. When you're really in a situation that you don't like, I want you just literally to just sit in it. <laughs> and he goes, but imagine that you're marinating in shit. I mean, what kind of a monk says this? Love that. <laughs> I love this monk. He sounds like he's from where I'm from. <laughs> anyway, he said to me, you're going to sit there. Now you can sit there for 45 seconds and marinate it. You can sit in there for 45 minutes, 45 hours. He goes, I don't care. You are going to get sick of that shit. And you're just going to go, that problem no longer exists. And I'm like, so perfect. So if I ever have something, I like marinating it for around 45 seconds now. And I'm like, a few years ago, it would have been like 45 hours, let's face it. Because Mm. so many of us, we talk in our heads and we're like, oh my God, how am I going to get out of this? But lockdown has given us a gift. And the gift is this. Use this time to learn, grow and evolve. Mm. Rewind that, everybody. Yeah, like (laughs) I have never been busier for myself from personal growth, Mm -hmm. but also from helping and serving other people because you're going to look around and there's going to be something in your life that needs to shift or change or you want to step it up another notch, just go claim it. Do the work. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Like that's that woman that said, I didn't have a story. I'm like, we all have a story. Mm. And that was an energy block for her. We all have energy blocks. You just got to know how to release them to find the freedom, to find your power to up-level. And both of us, we've shared before in our stories, like both of us have these incredible mentors, these Buddhist monks, these, you know, Chicago mentors that come in, or even Wayne Dyer, who, you know, he's... He's like my spiritual mentor, even though he's technically not on the earth, he's still here for me. Like he's like a grandpa mentor for me. And they come when we need them. And it's like, you know, being able to ask for help, as you said, and know where, you know, check in your life. If you're listening to this, where in your life are you stuck? And if you're in a lockdown or any kind of restriction, which doesn't have to be external, it can be an internal restriction and mindset block that you have. It's like, this is an area I want to get to working on and and knowing that you can if you're willing to you know a hundred percent and you know what the i always say like this the first step is the most powerful step everyone just goes oh i need to take these big strides if i'm going to get to the next level no you don't the tiniest step of you just saying can i have some help or can you help me shift this energy or how do i own my story how do i understand my values how do i claim that confidence crown It doesn't matter what it is. It's the fact that in your mind, you say, I'm ready. And when you're ready, there are people out there that can help, that can help you break through those patterns, shift those negative thoughts, you know, whatever block you have in your life and just lean into them because you and I have done it. And that's where you get the freedom. And that's where you stand in your truth. And that's when you start attracting naturally what you Mm. deserve. And when I say naturally, 
it's in life you shouldn't have to push if some opportunity is not working out for you don't just keep knocking at that goddamn door that door is not going to open for you because that door is meant for someone else just be like you know what this opportunity is not for me and i always say guess what something bigger and better is always going to come along and it always does and when you have space in your life and this is another thing for people out there and business entrepreneur whatever even lockdown you can say the same thing and they say oh my business is quiet right now what am i going to do i need more sales do you know what i say oh my god this is awesome yeah. <laughs> like are you crazy and i say no because this is your time to be creative this is your time to look at your business and go what is actually making me money what is costing me time and energy that is not that needs to shift out And that is the power of leveling up and just bringing your business into alignment and bringing it into its power so that it can shift gears and go forward. But if you don't have that space where you don't have those clients there, you will never be able to power forward. So next time you have space and those clients, it's in a really small, quiet period, go... Tori said, this is a really good time for me to like, look at what's going on so I can propel forward because I got that advice. And now when I'm a little bit quiet, I go, this is brilliant. And I say to myself, and I look at the downloads that are coming through and I say, what am I meant to do with this time? And a powerful opportunity that takes me to the next level in life always comes through because I don't panic. I'm in my power and I go, this is space this time is meant for me to create so if you're out there and you're going oh my god it's terrible times and let me tell you it is terrible times i'm not going to deny that but if you stay in your power and you use this time to up level to the next level of life it's at you're at an advantage it's not a disadvantage it's an advantage it's to switch your thinking i love that and i think it's so true because we can use this opportunity this time as an opportunity or we can use it as a curse and it's like the beautiful thing is we get to choose the meaning and what you make it mean is going to impact everything that you can create and someone like yourself you're making magic you had a virtual event with all these thousands of people and you know with amazing women and you're and you're impacting people or you're sitting at home looking at your bank account going woe is me nobody loves me I can't get work and it's like what can you create you know and you know what? Those times when you're on your knees are some of the best times. I remember my daughter and I, you know, at one point when I was like streamlining my business and creating space to, you know, get up to the next level of life and sign off what was to bring in what I wanted, we would be in that supermarket looking at those specials and we'd be like, we've got X amount of spent. Teamwork. Yeah. Come together. Yeah. What does this look like? We have all been there. You know, we've all been there. We've all had hardship. But you know what? We look back at those times and we just go, thank God. Because when the goodness comes back into your life, you treat it differently. Yeah. You do it differently. You don't take it for granted. So Mm. always be grateful for whatever that experience is, no matter how tough it is, because it's leveling you up. You know that song, level up, level up. 
level up, level up. It's my favorite. My six-year-old loves it. I'm like, let's go, Sierra. And the thing is, too, you create it, you know, and it's people like, I want to hit the lottery. And I'm like, if you win the lottery, and we know that studies show like the money gets spent faster than you freaking want it, like you didn't make that. So if you if you didn't create it yourself, you can't create it again. And you've been a perfect, beautiful example of being able to create something from nothing, go through hardship, adversity, start fresh again, create again. And because you were such a beautiful impact to so many people and you built beautiful tribe and relationships and you were of service, you know, but like now when you need something, when you look up, the universe got your back, like some Gabby Bernstein up in here. Like, you know, it's, it's gonna- so crazy. I read her books. Um, actually, after I realized that that was what I was doing, I read her books and I was like, oh my God, that you are so in the zone that I'm in. And I hadn't even come across her until I was in that zone. And I was like, she honestly is a leader in that field and her books have such great impact and mm. such key learnings because, you know, the universe does have everyone's back. Yeah. But if it you see it, that gratitude. it's not against us. Yeah, it starts exactly. with gratitude and it ends with gratitude. Exactly. And that means looking at those lessons and being grateful for them as hard as that sounds. Well, the ladies on the on the show, I always talk about poo because I just am gross and I love talking about shit all the time. The book is confident feels like shit, you know, the shit everywhere. And it's funny because I say that there's like a pile of poo at your front door and inside are like the golden jewels of the world, like your platinum diamonds. But you got to get your hands in the shit, you know, and it's like, I don't want to do that. It's gross. And I'm like, you don't get to get the jewel, baby girl, because it's in there. And like, it's not bad. It feels horrible. It stinks. It's hot. It's yucky. But like, look at what you've been able to create, like the, the, the diamond in the rough and, and going through the, t- the hard times. And you are a model of the resilience and the, and the showing up. And of course, your daughter is freaking amazing doing master classes <laughs> because product of your, you know, environment. It's like, we can do anything. Like, go team. And, um, and, and thank you to you because I remember saying to my mom when I was seven years old, uh, it was just me and her and we would walk around the house naked because we lived alone, just both of us. And I'm like, mom, I, I can't wait till I have a daughter just like, just like you. And I'm just going to be me and her. And my mom's like, oh, no, no, you want to have a man and you want to have some love and you want to have some help. And I'm like, no, mom, I want it to be like me and you. And she just started crying because she was like, like, just know that we do such a, you do such a great job, even when we feel like we're not and it's hard because, single mothers like oh I just love you you're amazing it can be tough but also to teach people to think big I remember with Torstar you know my daughter would be there all the time right because single mom it's like your daughter goes everywhere with you (laughs) she's there like she's there with me and um she one time we were doing these influences for Sea Folly and she's a she came in and the girls are like oh um she wants to gift um oh what's Prince William's girlfriend, Catherine, a bikini. <laughs> she, I've got it, this note, and she's like, Dear Catherine, I represent the world's number one swimwear brand, and we would like to gift you Sea Folly so that you can become an influencer. <laughs> Little does she know she's going to become, you know, the Queen of England at some point. But she's oh like, gosh. finger on the pulse, thinking big. And I had to say yeah. to her, I love that you did this. But the royals don't accept gifts. But she just was like, you know, and everyone else in the team, they weren't thinking like my daughter. They were not thinking like a queen. They were just thinking influences at this level. But my daughter was like, 
global, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's important when you're a single mom, get them to think big because yeah. they are capable of anything and you never want to stunt those dreams. Oh, I love it. You're freaking amazing. Like I can't imagine how incredible what she's going to do, who she is in the world and what she's going to create in the waves because of what she's seen with you. So you do amazing work now. So I, if I was listening to this podcast, I'd be like, oh, my God, can you teach me how to build an amazing brand and benchmark against Zara and do all the things? And how do I get myself out there? And I asked you offline before, like one of the biggest things for me, to be honest, has been we've been working, girl. I've been doing it. We've been hustling. We've been helping. We've been doing the accolades and actually working working on impacting people. And we don't talk about it enough. We don't share it. We don't PR. We don't promote. And so when you are on the climb and you're trying to reach these Oprah levels because you want to impact billions of people, it, it can feel so hard. So so the work that you do now with women, tell us about that for anybody that's listening that's like, oh my God, I need I need some Tory in my life. I need to be a queen and, and, and own my story. So they can join the business attraction program. And, you know, I looked, when you look at benchmarking, I looked at what everyone was doing. And I know you do this as well. So many people are like, here's my online course. See you later. I'm yeah. like, here's my virtual course, but here's me. <laughs> So you actually come into my programs and I I understand it's not one size fits all. It never is, right? Mm. You have a problem, I'm there to help you with a solution. And so you get this curated experience where we can tap into what it is that you truly need. So you get that one-on-one time with me as well. So that's our business attraction program. And then, of course, you know what? I I discovered that, of course, I'm a publicist who back in the day didn't study communications, didn't even know how to write a press release. (laughs) I also have this like entry level, the confidence to pitch. So if you want to pitch yourself to Forbes, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Business Insider, whatever, you've got an impactful story, Vogue, Harper's, whatever, come do a workshop with me because I teach you how to get really relevant brand SEO, really understand your story, but perfect your pitch because so many people, they go in there and they're pitching to people and the editors are just deleting. That doesn't happen on my watch. (laughs) But if I'm thinking about this and I'm out there, we have a lot of women in business. We have a lot of women who, you know, we attract who we are, right? This is how the universe brought us together, like two queens being like, let's help women. And we've got great stories. And, you know, we are the example and there are examples that we've seen. And so, you know, I am like, get around people. And I'm someone who didn't have money. I had to get credit cards for the credit cards. I, my husband, my new husband was like, let's refinance my house. I didn't buy a wedding ring for me. Like we spend our money on coaches and mentors and training. And when people go, I can't afford that. I'm like, please, you are affording Netflix and fucking lashes and makeup and bullshit. You just, you're not prioritizing it. So I love what you're doing. And if we can share that with more women, because you've walked the walk, you've burned the flames, you've done all of that, you've created amazing impact, you've done shit that most people dream of. If you have have, have a a map, and yes, we're all going to walk different steps in the map, different powerful steps in the map, but you have the map, it's like, I'm going to follow you because you've done it. And that's the thing. We we follow so many people and influencers and bullshit and business coaches that are like, make six figures. And it's very masculine world. And and they have probably not done the work that 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 you are paying them to do. And here you are lived experience recreating this for other women. And hell, yeah, I want to shoot it from the rooftops because people need this. And and it's so impactful. It's impactful. And also, I think the power also comes in conversations like we're having here, right? 
I mean, for me, I would love to be able to collaborate with you because there are so many different synergies and you go, oh my God, well, look at the impact, the magic, the creation. So when you're actually out there as well and you're looking for mentors and coaches, also look at the ones that collaborate because the ones that collaborate are the team players and they are not out there for themselves. And when I was looking for someone to help me on my journey, that's what I look for. I looked to their community. I looked at what people were saying about them. I looked at the results, but none of these people like, I am delivering you. They're like, look inside yourself. My results Mm. speak for themselves. If you want to work with me and the energy feels right, go right ahead. That's my philosophy. But look at the people that they choose to surround themselves with because that is where you will get the greatest impact because you can also lean into those networks. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing all the nuggets. Like you gave such tangible things and, and the vulnerability and the care and the love that you gave and, and for who you are. Like, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We need this. We need this in the world. Um, for a last little bit. Yeah. What would you say is one of the biggest and best things that someone who's out there right now, who's maybe in a massive lack of confidence, who's like, I don't know who I am. What advice could you give to that woman listening? Or maybe it's a dude listening that's like, bam how do they get from ugh to this bit of belief a small step is a powerful step but just take action and you know what listen to this podcast and if you like it do something with erica do something with me don't just go i like it and forget about it Mm. just do it or you know just choose to take action but choose to do it for yourself not for anyone else but for yourself Because that best advice I can give is that happy heart is a magnet for miracles. It changed my life. Shout out to that doctor. That is so good. Okay, Tori, where can we find you? Where do you hang out? Because people are going to want to stalk you. (laughs) Um, So you can find me at Powerful Steps on Instagram, Tori Archbold on LinkedIn. I love the business community. And then Powerful-Steps.com. Amazing. And all the stuff will be in the show notes. I can't wait for your book. I can't wait to do some more with you. I'm so happy that you exist. I'm so grateful to you. Oh my God. Thank you. You light up my life. Like, honestly, I have three coffee dates a week. And when we connected, because it was like the partnership one, I'm shifting (laughs) you into my tribal coffee date. You're firmly in my tribe. And you know what? It's you go through this whole thing about who do you want in your tribe, right? You want to have like-minded people because... That's where the magic happens and that's where the power of what any of us can do comes into alignment and that's where we can make impact. So You're the bomb. I love you, sister. You're the best. Thank you so, so much to everybody listening. Go stock Tori. She's incredible. And go work on yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> yes. My business sister. What's good? Listen, I'm talking to you if you run a business, if you want to grow a business, if you are running a business and you want to scale that thing and you want to grow it. Listen, I have created our business from zero dollars, literally scrounging for coins so that we could buy bread for our family. And within three years, we've made over a million dollars in our business, have a global program, and we're making an impact around the world. And I do what I love. Okay. I do not work a day in my life. I love what I do. If you are wanting to grow or scale your business, I have a free masterclass that I record a video. I have to say myself, that shit is fire. 
It is fire and it is called Why You're Not Making Money in Your Business. So be sure to head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash biz mentoring or click into the show notes of this podcast episode. It is such an amazing masterclass. I gave everything I had. I gave actual things, tips, tricks, tangible actions, steps that you can take and important things that you need to know if you want to grow and scale a business to success with integrity, with authenticity. That is important, right? Like we need to be growing and making businesses that feel good where we're doing good work and it's not just about the money. There's nothing wrong with money. Don't get me wrong. We love money. But you need to be making your impact and doing something that feels good to you. I don't believe that we should hate our jobs just to get money. No way. You can leave an impact on the world. You can create money and wealth in your business, abundance and impact. And what I like to say is more money, more impact. The more money you can create as a woman, the more impact that you can have on this planet. And let me tell you, do we need the impact? So head to thequeenofconfidence.com, click on biz mentoring. There is a free masterclass there or click into the show notes here on the podcast. Get it while it's hot. It is such a great masterclass. I hope that you love it and I hope that it helps you grow and scale your business. <laughs>